Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pond Hunter Broadcast from the Under the Sea Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. The Pond Hunter, in the pursuit of all things aquatic. Take a look into the world of koi ponds, water gardens, and the lifestyles of the aquatically obsessed. Meet the pros, hobbyists, and cover some no-nonsense pond advice straight from the field. The Pond Hunter, in the pursuit of all things aquatic. Here's your host, koi pond and water garden expert, Mike Gannon. everybody hey happy new year's eve everybody how are you all doing if you're tuned in tonight on new year's eve i thank you so much for being here with me i appreciate your time here on the biggest night of the year the last one of the year happy new year and welcome to the pond hunter radio broadcast i hope you all have some really great plans for this evening you guys have something awesome going on and it's not just a matter of starting the night off with the Pond Hunter radio broadcast and then having it end. And I'm sure that's not the case. Tonight's a night to have some fun and celebrate, or not. I know tonight can be a difficult night for many people as well. Um, and the good news is that no matter how you look at this night, no one can deny it is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to begin something new or move on from what was. So let's make all let's make it a good night. And welcome to episode 22 of the Pond Hunter Radio Broadcast. My name is Mike Gannon. I'm your host for the Pond Hunter Radio Broadcast. New Year's extravaganza, where we're going to be taking a look back at 2014. 2014 was a big year for the show uh, because it was the first year for the show. And I'm looking forward to bringing you lots of new stuff in 2015. 2015 will be the year of the aquatically obsessed. Looking forward to that. Many of you may not know that on some astrological calendars, 2015 actually is the year of the aquatically obsessed. No, it's not actually. I'm just kidding. I probably shouldn't start off the year with a lie to to all of you. But hey, if you want it to be that kind of year, if you want it to be aquatically obsessed, it's up to you. I'm not going to stop you. And, um, you know, it ain't 2015 yet. It's not our year yet. We're on the last couple of hours here in 2014. We're hanging on. We're milking it. Uh, Tonight should be a fun show. We're going to take a look back at 2014 and a few of the highlights from the shows. The first 21 shows. Pretty amazing that 21 shows have passed. That's close to 40 hours of Koi Pond and water garden content that has been recorded and archived. And remember, you can listen to the show anytime you want. I appreciate you listening now on New Year's Eve with me, but you can hear it again anytime you want by visiting blogtalkradio.com slash thepondhunter. Or go to iTunes, the Pond Hunter archives on iTunes. You can download and listen to the shows anytime. They are free, and you can listen to them at your convenience. So um, I look forward to that. So tonight, the last show of 2014, it's going to be a look back. And um, the first show of 2015 will be a, a look forward. My first guest of the year is going to be a great one. It's, I'm going to be joined by Laura Lee Gellis, who's the editor of Pond Trade Magazine. 
That's on January 14th, 2015. This should be a really cool show. Pond Trade Magazine is a um, professional publication for those that work in the koi pond and water garden industry. It's one of my favorite magazines and has a new website too. And uh, I think Laura Lee has a perspective koi ponds and water gardens that is pretty unique. And I'm looking forward to having her on the show um, and talking ponds and the pond business with me and taking a look forward into what the industry may have in store for us in 2015. And uh, I can't think of a better way to kick off the new year. I can't wait. It's going to be pretty cool. So how are your holidays, everybody? I hope they were great for you. Mine were real nice, you know. I did the family thing. Uh, we had a really fun day in New York City, which we do every year. Me, uh, my wife, my girls, we take a trip into New York City and check out the tree in Rockefeller Center. Um, did you guys know Rockefeller is spelled with an E? R-O-C-K-E-F-E-L-L-E-R. I just learned that this year. I always spelled it with an A. I'm 46 years old. I've been going there all my life. <laughs> What a dope. Uh, fascinating, right? Anyway, so we have a day in the city, the tree at Rockefeller Center, uh, visit to Bryant Park. We check out the Christmas kiosks that pop up and the skating rink, um, a visit to St. Patrick's Cathedral, and a walk through Times Square, Macy's, some dinner, a couple of drinks. It's a great day. New York City is an amazing place during the holidays. And, of course, the rest of the seasonal festivities have been great, too. Uh, I've been able to see a lot of family, a lot of friends, and I hope you all have found time to spend with family and friends as well. You cannot sit by your ponds all day long. You have to get out and meet people. Come on, go with it. Um, I saw a lot of photos on Facebook of people's ponds with holiday lighting all around them, which I love, and um, Christmas decorations and stuff all around their ponds. And it's really cool to see how people make their ponds um, festive. I do the same thing. I get lights all around my pond. It looks great. I uh, wonder if my fish enjoy it. And right now, the weather here in New Jersey has really not been too bad just yet for this winter. So my fish are actually somewhat active, slow gliding around the pond, grazing algae from the boulders, um, but still not eating prepared foods. And believe me, I um, I would really like to offer them some food, but that would be a mistake. So make sure you guys are not falling to that temptation either. Unless, of course, your water temps are high enough, like 55 and higher, then offering food is fine. Um, my fish are active, and my water is super clear right now. I love it. It's always clear, but there's something about winter water quality that just makes it crystal. And uh, I kind of attribute it to the fact that there's really not too much going on in the pond right now. I'm not feeding the fish, so there's no tiny particles of food floating around. Um, so the fish are producing less poop and waste. Again, nothing that would break up and, you know, kind of float tiny particles to the water. Planktonic algae is not actively producing, um, and it's not green. Reproduction has definitely slowed down. The fish are not moving as much, so they don't kick up anything. And the plants aren't dropping anything into the pond. When you take all those little factors away, and I'm sure there's others, the water is crystal clear. It's so nice. It's like looking at my fish just floating in glass. You know, it's just really, really beautiful. So if you get a chance, get out by the pond. I know I just told you to get away from your pond, but, you know, this is a show of just going back and forth. Get out by your pond and enjoy it. 
Um, I will absolutely be enjoying my pond tonight. So will my guests. I can't wait. So we'll make this show uh, a quick one so we can get to, to par- the party going. Sound good? Sound good to me. Um, okay, so hey, a quick shout-out tonight. Make that two shout-outs tonight. I'd like to end the year on a good note with some people that are extremely important to me. First of all, my customers from Full Service Aquatics. Full Service Aquatics is my company. Um, We service the New Jersey area in the United States, and we're very fortunate to have some great customers who allow us to do what we love. We love building beautiful and functional ponds, waterfalls, and water features of every type. We love renovating ponds and even repairing ponds, getting rid of pain-in-the-ass leaks. That's what we do. That's what we love. We love helping our customers to be successful pond keepers year after year. And of course, we could not do any of this without some great customers to work with. And my second shout out goes to my team at Full Service Aquatics. You guys are great. I hope I tell you all that enough. Uh, You guys can handle some pretty tough stuff out there in the field. I know I ask a lot of you guys and we accomplish some pretty cool stuff. Uh, I think a lot of times we surprise ourselves every year with what we can get done. And uh, I love you guys for that. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone who makes full-service aquatics happen. Health and happiness, everybody, most sincerely. Um, and now uh, to move the show along, let's let's pay the bills and hear from our sponsor for tonight. Do you love your pond? Full-service aquatics, water garden, and koi pond experts can give you a pond you can live with. Full-service aquatics. An award-winning water garden, koi pond, and water feature design and installation firm has been creating amazing aquatic environments since 1995. Got waterfall? Full Service Aquatics can make your old waterfall or pond look like new with our waterfall, koi pond, and water garden renovation and repair services. Visit FullServiceAquatics.com or call 908-277-6000 to speak with a Full Service Aquatics pond professional today. That's FullServiceAquatics.com or 908-277-6000. Full Service Aquatics, a pond you can live with. Visit LoveYourPond.com. That's right. Since 1995, we're going to be celebrating 20 years in the year 2015. Uh, So here we go, folks, moving right along into another year. It's amazing uh, what can happen in the course of a year, the changes that can occur, successes, failures, new relationships emerge, some fade further and further away. New lives come into the world. Any babies in your lives this year? Any of you listeners have a new baby somewhere in your life? And we also lose those um, that we've loved for a very long time. We lose those that we didn't get enough time to love long enough. And the earth just keeps spinning and spinning around, bringing to us sunny days, starlit nights, stormy weather that never ceases to amaze us. We see the changes in the political landscape, changes in human relations that are coming at us these days, it seems at a rate that can be kind of alarming. Um, not all of them are looking too great, but we keep on rolling along, and we should. Keep on keeping on. Just keep trucking, everybody. This is a long, strange trip that we are on. No? I think so. Uh, who knows what 2015 has in store for us, but let's hope it's a good one. I am very optimistic. So, um uh, 
let's do this. Let's check out what 2014 had in store on the Pond Hunter Radio broadcast, which, uh, again, all of you who have been listening, thank you so much. Really makes um, me happy to know that you guys are out there listening. <clears throat> so if we're taking a look back on some of the highlights from 2014, we, we don't have to go much farther back than the last show to find a great show. Episode 21 of the Pond Hunter broadcast had one of the stars from the Pond Stars TV show, Ed Ballou. Um Ed is a world-class pond builder, an amazing guy, uh, you know, TV star, the whole deal. We talked about the TV show, his work at Aquascape, um, and the Aquascape Foundation that he is involved with. We got into a hot topic within the world of pond keeping, the use of gravel in pond keeping. Come on, you guys. Where else can you hear a couple of guys talking about gravel? Here's where, that's right, here on the Pond Hunter radio broadcast, we talk about gravel. It was the highest amount of live listeners um, tuned into the show. It was pretty cool. Having it on was a uh, as a guest was a really great way to wrap up the guest shows on 2014. Um, it was certainly an interesting run in 2014. The show kicked off in March from the Pond Hunter Studios located in beautiful Summit, New Jersey. Um, the very first show, I had a couple of guests on. I was pretty nervous doing that show. I'm not a radio guy. I'm a pond guy. I'm I'm nervous for every show. Act. I'm nervous right now. Jeez, look at me. I'm shaking. I'm a mess. Um, maybe I should have had a drink while I was doing the show. It is a party night. Um, but the first show was a biggie for me. Um, so I actually started the whole thing with my very first guest being my sister. <laughs> um, my sister is a pond keeper, a hobbyist. Um, or was a pond keeper since she recently moved, but she was a pond keeper for about 10 years, so that helped. And um, she's also very funny, and I knew she could carry the show if I screwed up, and luckily I did okay. Steve Schinholzer was my other guest on the very first show, and Steve is a pond professional, owner of Premier Ponds down in Maryland, and one of the most successful pond companies in the U.S. Steve was great to come on and say hey and helped me launch this whole Pond Hunter radio broadcast thing. Episode 16 was also with Steve Schinholzer on as a guest. So Steve's been on a couple times. Um, episode 16, as well as some other team members from Premier Ponds, um, which Steve is the owner of. Mike Carrillo and Andrew Lingham also came on to the show for episode 16. It was the first remote on-location broadcast. That was live from the Pond Industry event, Shindemonium. Uh, it was a very fun thing to do. I broadcasted from the Premier Ponds headquarters down in Maryland. And um, Steve also called into another show as well. So thanks, Steve. Thanks for being here for me. Um, you know, the first 13 shows I did was actually hosted by another channel. I have since started my own channel on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash thepondhunter. And, um, you know, I did it because I wanted to bring you all, the listeners, a better sounding show. And, of course, to be completely in control of the show as well, control the brand, control the direction of the show. And um, some of you may have noticed that all the background noise from the earlier shows has gone away. It's quiet in the background now. I could whisper a whole show to you. No more background conversations, 
coughing, hacking right into the microphone. None of that is being heard on this show. No mas, no more. I thought that would be a refreshing change for you guys. Um, but I didn't start my own channel uh, for the broadcast until episode 14. So episode 13 was how I ended out my run with the previous channel. Um, and right before that, on episode 12, um, my guess, that it was huge for me. Um, I had one of my Pond heroes on the show, Greg Whitstock, who was the Pond guy. Um, having Greg Whitstock on the show was nerve-wracking for me because I respect the guy so much. I mean, he's he's a giant in the industry. He was great. He made it very easy for me, actually. Uh, I got him onto the show on the eve of the Pond and Water Garden Industry's largest professional event, Pondemonium. It's kind of like New Year's for Pond professionals. We talked about Pondemonium and his company Aquascape a bit, and we spent some time on that show talking about what was, at that time, the upcoming show, The Pond Stars, that would be debuting on the Nat Geo Wild channel. Well, The Pond Stars has already run its entire first season, and we had a lot of fun um, with stuff uh, regarding The Pond Stars on this show. We did some Pond Star reviews on the show where... Pond professionals would call in and give a review of the show and critique it. It was uh, it was really a lot of fun um, and a great way to have some some guest pond professionals onto the show as well. That was episode um, twelve. On episode fourteen, we had one of the other pond stars from the Natio Wild TV show, Brian Helfrich, called in on the phone. Um, Brian called in and said hi during that show, which was the Pond Industry All Stars show. That was a pretty funny show with uh, several guests, several callers. And um, the Pond Industry All-Star Show had some of the winners who took away top honors from the Pondemonium event. Um, Jack Haru from Atlantis Water Gardens and Carl Petit from Columbia Water Gardens. They were both guests. They were great. It was a very fun show. Um, that show actually uh, had the most live listeners of any of the shows that uh, I've put out so far. It was a record-setting broadcast. So that was pretty cool. And um, there's been a lot of pond professionals on the show in 2014. Various pond professionals with varying backgrounds, um, varying um, specialties in the, within the industry, talking on different pond topics, but always keeping it pondy. Keep it pondy. I am. And one of the more recent shows was with Mark M.J. Wilson calling in from across the pond there in England. Mark is a pond professional as well, and he's the owner of Any Pond LLC over there in England. And we talked about the comparisons between pond keeping in England and pond keeping American style. And there's a lot of interesting similarities, a lot of differences too. And Mark is also a plant expert and had many great tips for aquatic plant management. That was episode 15 of um, the broadcast. But again, those those first 13 earlier shows had some great professional guests too. The Pond Monster was on the show. Lloyd Lightsey out of Florida, along with Randy Slocum with Water Gardening Made Easy Tips on Episode 5. Episode 2 was on Spring Pond Care with pond professional Chris Tallarico from New Jersey Pond Kais. Tons of tips on getting a pond started up for the season during spring. Episode 3, we got into predator controls with Tim Wood from Aquatic Edge Design talking about various types of pond predators, 
things you can do uh, and things that can be done to keep a pond safer if you are experiencing predator issues, like so many pond keepers do. Very cool show. Great information. Episode four, you know, was actually one of my favorite shows. It was it was kind of um, a surprise in a way. Uh, <laughs> it was called Everything You Want to Know About Koi. I mean, with a title like that, you better be ready to uh, present some information. And my guest that night was Barbara Johnson from Fish Lady Pond Services out in California. And Barbara was a super cool guest. She really, really knows a lot about koi and is a well-respected professional in the industry. It was a great show. Great show. And we we actually covered everything you want to know about koi. (laughs) So if you check out that show, you will never have another question about it's everything. Complete package. Uh, Barbara was great. She She's a true koi professional, and I loved having her on for episode four. Um, another great koi professional on the show was uh, came on for episode 13, and that was Taro Kodama. Taro was the guest for that episode, and he's the president of Kodama Koi Farms. He's an educator on koi at the Kodama Koi Academy. Taro came on the show and talked about the appreciation of koi, how to appreciate koi is a skill um, that is acquired over a long period of time. And Taro talked about many of the finer points of koi keeping and koi appreciation, which goes a lot farther beyond just looking at a koi and say, wow, man, he's pretty cool, which is typically what I do. Um, It really gives the, uh, I think, observer of koi a a different eye to look at these fish with and a different perspective on that so koi appreciation is some cool stuff to learn about tara's information is great it was really interesting eye-opening kind of show on koi so be sure to check that out but one of my favorite guests I, I i got a lot of favorite stuff but one of my favorite guests though is one of the top maybe the top koi guru in the world, um, who I managed to get onto the show. He called in from over in England in the early morning hours. Um, They're about five hours ahead of us, and we usually broadcast at night. I had Peter Waddington as a guest. Waddy is what he's called in the industry, and Peter is a koi guru and a recovering late 60s rock star who pretty much started the koi keeping movement outside of Japan. Um, Peter started traveling to Niigata, Japan in the early 1970s while it was still a somewhat primitive farming region, very well known for their excellent rice, but Peter went there for their excellent koi before anybody outside of Japan really knew what koi even were. And uh, Peter started bringing them back to the UK. He was one of the founders of the British Koi Keeping Society, which was the first koi club outside of Japan. He's an author a blogger, one of the coolest guests I've had on the show. He was awesome. Peter Waddington was great, and uh, it's a show totally worth checking out if you did not hear it. He had lots of great stories to share about Koi, about Japan, about England. It really is a must-listen show. Um, If you tune in to hear guys talking about gravel, I promise you, you'll love this show because clearly you're easily entertained. Um, Peter was really cool. Great, great guest. That was episode 11 Let's talk about koi. If you want to check out Peter Waddington, the famous Waddy, um, be sure to check out that episode. And, you know, those three shows I just mentioned really focused heavily on koi. 
And we have only touched the tip of the iceberg when it comes to discussing Koi on uh, the PHRB. I plan to bring you many more discussions on Koi, but there's also shows on setting up pond systems, pond construction, pond design. So we have a great place to keep our Koi happy. I had a pond professional with a background in public aquariums on the show to talk about creating the perfect environment for your pond fish. Jeff Krenner, owner of Paradise Ponds and Waterfalls, was the guest. And Jeff is a former curator of fishes for the Georgia Aquarium, a true real deal fish professional for one of the largest aquariums in the world. If there's a guy who knows how to make a great environment for your fish, it's Jeff. And that was a great discussion on designing a pond that makes your fish happy. <laughs> a pond that will make your fish feel most comfortable and uh, provide a familiar environment to them, you know, to their genetic memory. Um, to hear what Jeff had to say was pretty enlightening. That was episode eight, creating the perfect environment for your fish. There's some other design-related shows in that first run of shows. I had a, an award-winning pond designer talking about how to create an amazing design for your pond and talking about several of his projects in detail. Really great info. That was Chris Suing from Nature's Recreations on Episode 6. And uh, Chris is always busy creating amazing aquatic works of art. And he had also worked with Anthony Archer Wills on a project. And Anthony now has a TV show called The Pool Master. And Chris shared great design insights to help people build more beautiful ponds. Lots of easy-to-use tips from that show. And that episode was called Pond Building Secrets and How-Tos from the Pond Pros. Really good stuff, especially if you're considering building a pond or renovating a pond. Um, lots of great vital information in there. Um, you know... It's interesting. This show, not even a full year old yet, but it's been able to bring you some of the industry's top experts. On episode 10, I had another TV show host and celebrity landscaper on as well, Ahmed Hassan, the original yard crasher from HGTV, was on the PHRB to talk about water features and how they can be used in a landscape. Ahmed Hassan was also going over a lot of other cool stuff, and he was a, a great guest to have on. You can find him very easily on Facebook and Twitter, and hopefully he will be returning to the show. The episode he was on was episode 10 with Ahmed Hassan. And then there was episode 9. It was an epic show. It was a pawn lifestyle segment, a segment which... I would like to bring to you again and again and again. Episode 9 maybe did not have so much to do with ponds and fish and plants as much as it was an excuse for me to be able to drink on the air. I admit it. Uh, not only just drink, but drink some pretty good wine. Wine and ponds go together more than you think. And I'll force the situation if I have to. But it was a legit koi pond and water garden lifestyle segment on episodes nine, I was joined by a panel of lifestyle experts, and we did an on-air wine tasting of Koi Pond Cellars. Koi Pond Cellars is a wine label out of Washington State, and we were expertly guided through a wine tasting by Wes Parker, who is also a high-end Japanese koi dealer, a certified koi judge, and owner of Children of the Sun Koi. I learned that he's a judge on the show. 
I didn't I didn't know he was a judge prior to that. I thought West was, you know, just a wine expert and high-end koi dealer. Two things that just really go great together. The wines were great. I mean, truly very good wines. And a very fun show to record, as you might imagine. Episode 9 was Koi Pond Cellars on-air wine tasting. It was a doozy and makes the show a lot of fun to do. Wes was a really good sport. And by the way, I'm actively looking for another wine to review on the air. If anybody has uh, some suggestions, please send them my way. I would appreciate it. Uh, So after the run on the other channel was over, I launched the new Pond Hunter channel on Blog Talk Radio. Again, blogtalkradio.com slash thepondhunter. And I made this move again to bring you all a better show. I wanted it to sound better. I wanted to make it more pleasant to listen to. Um, I also changed up the format a little bit. I added a new ending to the show. I play a song at the end of the show, too. Well, not me personally, because... You guys don't want to hear that. I wouldn't do that to you. A real song. And I couldn't be happier that I made this move to uh, start my own channel. And um, I hope you all enjoy the format of the show as well. I'm always interested in your feedback. And some of you offer it. And you all probably have seen that, you know, I I take it seriously. Um, That move to the new channel kicked off with episode 14, which was the Pond Industry All-Stars, like I mentioned earlier. And what I've tried to do is to bring you timely topics as well, like on episode 17, a show recorded in October talking about how to prepare your pond for winter. And October is the perfect time of year to get that done for colder zone pond keepers. Pond professional Tom Deke from TRD Designs out of Katona, New York, was on the show. Tom and I covered the how-tos and whys of preparing your pond for the winter season. It was very timely information. October is the time to get that stuff done. And um, the Pond Hunter radio broadcast is bringing you real-time info on how to do it like the professionals do it. We talked about everything from preparing your equipment and aquatic plants for winter, how to prepare your fish and water uh, water conditions for winter. Great info, lots of info, timely information, and that's what I'm trying to do here. And then once the show is done, that one, for example, they're all archived for access anytime, anywhere to listen to at your convenience. One of the great shows I had was a show on water gardening with Kelly Billing. There is really not a wrong time of year to talk about tips on becoming a successful water gardener. Kelly Billing is a water gardening expert. She works at Maryland Aquatic Nurseries, one of the largest aquatic plant vendors in the country. She's an author and a speaker at professional events, and I got her on the show. I got her on the show in November. When her and I were talking, there was a thin layer of ice on my pond, so not exactly water gardening weather in my location, but this broadcast is worldwide, so someone is doing some water gardening activity somewhere at any given time of the year. She had great information on planting a water garden, choosing plants. Um, We went into how to prune and fertilize aquatic plants, how to place them, um, all sorts of stuff, and and got some really in-depth information that can and will help every water gardener, no matter what level of experience you have in water gardening. Um, We also helped a caller with some pond issues that he was experiencing, 
experiencing. Kelly was a great guest, and that was episode 19. And since the show is in the pursuit of all things aquatic, um, one of my other guests was Russ Sitter, the fountaineer. Russ designs and installs world-class water features that can be found around the world. Fountaineer is based out of Lexington, Kentucky, and Ross called in and talked with me about water features. We left fish and plants aside for an episode and talked about the amazing water features that are created today um, with all the amazing technology that goes into them. I also went into the history of water features going back to ancient. It's an interesting show, an educational show, and that was episode 18. And um, Ed Blue wrapped up the Pond Hunter year on episode 21. But uh, another one of my favorite shows right before Ed was episode 20 of the uh, broadcast. My guest was Charles B. Thomas. Charles and I talked about the history of pond keeping and water gardening during the 19th and 20th century. I, I love history in general. So naturally, water gardening history, I'm interested in as well. Um, one of the best accounts of 20th century pond keeping that I've come across came from Charles Thomas. Charles is now retired, but I tracked him down. I got him on the show. Um, he is former president of Lily Pond Ponds Water Gardens out of Maryland, a family business since 1917, nearly 100 years old. It's pretty cool. He is also founder of the International uh, Water Lily and Water Garden Society, the IWGS. And I'm very happy to have had Charles on the show. I found him an interesting guest, and I'm happy to have gotten his story and some water garden history um, chronicled right here on this show. You know, I mean, all this stuff you can now access and listen to anytime in perpetuity. If you want to learn water gardening history now, it still takes a lot of research. It's not an easy history to follow and uncover, but it's an important history, especially to those who listen to this show. This show will become a resource at some point for a future water gardener, pond keeper, koi enthusiast, who's trying to learn about 21st century water gardening. I'm very happy to be able to contribute to that, and I'm also very happy that all of you tune into the show to make it all possible. Uh, we're the 21st century pond keepers. We're going to change pond and water gardening history. We already have made some amazing strides with pond keeping during the 21st century. We have TV shows now. We have podcasts now. We have social media. And we we can communicate with each other instantly around the world and share ideas. It's pretty cool. Can't wait to see where it all goes. And it's only 2015. What new water lily varieties will there be, will you know, we be keeping in the future? When will one of Earth's most ancient plants the water lily, go into space. We all know this has to happen. It will happen. It has to. What variety is it going to be? What type of koi varieties will pre be produced? In what direction will that head? Will koi get bigger? I think they will. I think we're going to see much bigger koi in the future. Will their patterns get more amazing? I think so, too. I think the artists who produce koi uh, have gotten much more sophisticated, and we'll start finally, not finally, but we're going to start seeing more evidence of that in future varieties of koi. Will Japan always be the epicenter of koi production? Who knows? That could shift. There's some serious competition on our planet right now, producing some great koi. 
I'm keeping will change, there's no doubt, and maybe we'll start, who knows, growing food and making our ponds sustainable. Aquaponics is a trend. Maybe it becomes mainstream. Who knows? The possibilities are endless. endless. It's the future. It's going to be a fun trip, and I look forward to rolling along with all of you out there. The future is bright when you don't get caught up in all the negativity out there. So keep close to your ponds, folks. Hand down this hobby and lifestyle to someone you love. Keep it alive. But in the short term, I'm going to wish you all a very happy new year. A year of success for all of you. And thanks for tuning in to this year in review show. Let's look forward to 2015. And I already have some great guests lined up. Don't worry about that. And a new format, too, I'm going to be rolling out soon enough as well with a sub-series of Pond Hunter shows that will not have guests, but that's all I'm going to give you for right now. You're going to have to wait to hear more about that. Um, you can also connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio, of course. Please give me a follow. Come on. Seriously, make that a resolution. You will give me a follow on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to be watching. I want to see that happen. It will take you less than a minute to make that happen. And sign up for the Love Your Pond blog, people. Visit loveyourpond.com. Click on the blog and find the subscribe button. The new blog post will be delivered right to your mail. So I will be leaving all of you with a song tonight. A song for the new year. After the song, you'll hear the new show closing, too. So stick around for a few more minutes. I look forward to seeing you all in two weeks. Happy New Year, everybody. Really make it a great one. Um, be safe tonight. Have fun. And keep it pondy, folks. Eagles on the highway Got the wind in my hand Are you going my way To the way out where Can we make it on our
been listening to the pond hunter radio broadcast on blog talk radio with your host mike gannon the pond hunter in the pursuit of all things aquatic broadcasting wednesday nights on blog talk radio the pond hunter keeping it pondy for the aquatically obsessed good night and god bless everybody happy new year happy 2015